Hello, and welcome to episode 112 of Below the Fold, where some of the best content is just a scroll away. Today's episode is on the decay and fall of guest blogging for SEO. Let me throw down some introductions. We've got Nate Birch in the studio, SEO manager for MapR Technologies. That's me. Brandon Hassler, founder and CEO of Market Campus. What's up, my man? And Paxton Gray, Director of Digital Marketing Operations at 97th Floor. Hello. And I am Jacob Perry, Digital Marketing Manager at Myriad Genetics. So to introduce, well, I guess first of all, you probably have noticed that the sound quality of this episode far exceeds the quality of previous episodes. We finally got a hold of a podcasting studio with some real mics, with some real equipment that gives us this uh this added quality we're inside beehive startups podcasting studio and hopefully in the future we'll be here as well so let's jump into the topic i wanted to introduce this real quick i recently found a couple of articles one was written over two years ago and it was talking about the death of guest blogging and I thought that was interesting because in the last two years, I've seen plenty of guest blogging out there, and you guys have probably seen it as well. There, guest blogging still exists. It's, it's happening all, all the time, but I've, I've found and read certain articles that talk about the death of guest blogging, and I thought that that was interesting. Just recently, within the last two to three weeks, I read another article about the reasons why guest blogging should still be done, and hopefully we can touch on, on some of those points throughout this next 20 to 30 minutes, I'd really like to get all your opinions on whether or not you think it's dead, it's dying, if it's thriving, what the pros and cons are, what reasons we should we should have for guest blogging, if there are any. Uh, hopefully we can touch all these points because I think that this is one of the uh, bigger debates within the SEO community that uh, needs addressing. And, uh, anyway, so that's kind of the topic. That's the, that's the background. I'm going to, I'm going to throw it out there for someone to pick up and see what kind of opinions we can get. Yeah, you bet. So I kind of wanted to tackle this just because I've seen, you see all those articles about SEO is dead or guest blogging is, is going the way of the world. And, and honestly, I, I don't buy it at all because Guest blogging can have a lot of different purposes, and some people, yes, they use guest blogging for the purpose of building authority, for the purpose of SEO, honestly. And nowadays, for example, let me let me give you an example of of what I do for work. I work at at Mapar Technologies, and we have a lot of people that are that are very technically minded, and in all honesty, we have a very technical product, and so. I never foresee any day where where we're going to stop the idea of taking influential people in that industry, asking them to write about a topic for us, because in all reality, a lot of people have questions that are technically minded. And so there's not there's no day that I'm not going to reach out to people, to reach out to those influencers and try to get them to to write some content for us, or vice versa. I'm always trying to analyze who in our company can write those type of technical articles and put them on publications that share our audience. So, Nate, let me let me interrupt you real quick. I, again, I think we may be getting ahead of ourselves. I, sh- I probably should have started the conversation this way, but there are probably some people listening who don't know what guest blogging is. Can we define that real quick, Brandon? Can you can you give us kind of your definition of what guest blogging is? 
for those who may not understand or or know what that what that means. Yeah, so guest posting basically is the process of reaching out to a third-party publication or blog, whatever it is, and you are offering to uh, write up a piece of content for them. So usually, I mean, the, the, the stereotypical pitch is, hi, I am an expert on this topic. Your blog also talks about this topic. I would like to give you a quality original piece of content and in exchange, a link back. Obviously, that's a horrible pitch. Don't ever <laughs> pitch it like that. But uh, that's typically what it is. The goal, it, the idea is it's supposed to be a win-win situation. The publication gets a fantastic write-up or, or they get great piece of content and the uh, author or guest poster gets a link back to their their website, their client's website if they're blogging on behalf of a client. So that is hopefully that answers uh, the gist of, of, of guest posting. No, I think it does. And to get a little bit more granular with that definition, there are, and, and to add to the debate and why it's such a hot topic, there are reasons why guest blogging is good and why people are doing it. And it's for that link, right? So people are, are offering free content, basically. I'll give you this free content in exchange for a link. And uh, just like all strategies or tactics within the SEO community, uh, this one was kind of brought up and and made successful over the last few years. But then just like all the other tactics or strategies, people started to take advantage. They started to find the loopholes. The, the level of quality was decreasing and people basically were just... Well, it was, it was an issue of scaling. Anytime you have SEO, the SEO industry and they find a tactic that works they're going to try to scale it to the nth degree. And when you scale things, you lose quality. So yes, you had those email pitches where it was, I have this great content and I read your site, but I didn't really. And I think you should talk about this product. Or by the way, here's, here's an article that already talks about my product and you should post it on your page. Even though, oh, well, your audience might not even match, but I don't care because I care about the link. So I think in theory, it's great, right? Because at the very beginning, when guest blogging was first introduced to the world, it made sense because one blogger can't be expected to, to generate enough content to satisfy any prospective reader or come up with every single topic that anyone in their audience may be interested in. But all of a sudden, people start getting into contact with them saying, hey, you don't have to do this alone. I will generate content for you. And, and since we kind of share the same audience, it was kind of a win-win. Uh, that's kind of the theory behind it was was perfect and, and it still works. And if, in my opinion, if websites were still going back to that original idea of guest blogging, it could still be successful. But coming back to Nate's point of scalability, the moment there's some tactic that can be exploited, exploited yeah. then we get into a world of crap content. Well, definitely. I mean, you saw you saw the direct result of it. One of the updates for Google was specifically to go after blog networks. And what? you saw what happened to my blog guest. The entire site was all but de-indexed from Google. See, I think our current view of guest blogging that we're talking about right now is a little bit limited in that what we're viewing as the main benefit of guest blogging for the person who's posting the content is the link. When in reality, there's a lot more. There's a lot more benefit to it besides the link. Definitely, publicity, driving traffic, uh, those kinds of things have always existed long before blogs, and m known more commonly as guest authors. That 
benefit is still around and is always going to be around as long as someone has some sort of platform that attracts a large audience having a guest authorship on that platform is going to be beneficial for the author to promote whatever it is they want to promote what used to work is getting it for the link and you're right we tried to scale that quality went down and as a result it just really doesn't in my opinion it doesn't function that way anymore and even if it does it's not going to so by our current like definition or looking at guest posting as a way to obtain links i think that is going to die and i think that's not going to be a valid method to increase search engine ranking and and obtain some sort of marketing achievement or objective what won't die though is posting content on other people's platform in order to uh, achieve other marketing objectives it's just not going to be through the link like we have been getting for the past five years yeah i think you're right i should have mentioned this at the very beginning but the title or the topic came directly from a matt cuts blog post that was written at the beginning of last year, and it's actually called the, De- the Decay and Fall of Guest Blogging for SEO. And in his very first paragraph, I think it's interesting because I agree with you, Paxton, that the the current way that blog posting is being done is not, is not great, uh, far and wide. I mean, generally speaking, obviously there are cases where guest blogging is still uh, really good and, and good content is coming out of it. But I just want to read real quick uh, Matt Cutts' thoughts. And it's not that Matt Cutts is my favorite guy, or I think he's the uh, end-all, be-all for authority. But being the representative of Google, I think it's important that we talk a little bit about this. So this is his very first paragraph. He says, okay, I'm calling it. If you're using guest blogging as a way to gain links in 2014, you should probably stop. Why? Because over time, it's, it's become a more and more spammy practice. And if you're doing a lot of guest blogging when you're hanging out with, uh, excuse me. And if you're doing a lot of guest blogging, then you're hanging out with a really bad company. So, so that's kind of the premise or the thesis of his blog post basically saying, and he's blanket, it's a blanket, blanket statement here. He's saying, if you're blog posting, you're not in a good spot and you're hanging out with the wrong folks, Mm -hmm. throwing that out there. How does that steer the conversation as far as whether or not we should do it? regardless of how quality or uh, how qualified or how good the content is. Well, and for me, I, I always thought that the terminology guest posting was weird. For me, it made more sense, as Pakistan explained. The, the old core value of what it was to share content was to get the audience and to have more readership, to, to expand, your, expand your horizon, so to say. But... And actually, going back to address one of Paxton's issues with, with links, I, I actually still believe that uh, links have a lot of value. Because, for example, if I'm, if I'm reading through an article, and if I want to do further research on any of the topics in there, I don't want to have to go Google it. I would actually prefer that a link be in there to the contextual Well, let's reference. be clear. When I, when I was talking about links not having the value, I'm talking about Don't do it just authority. for the Oh, I see what you're saying. Not- so... You're saying that in the future, a, a guest blog should not, or a link within that guest blog should not carry any authority back to the. I just main think page. there are a lot. There are a lot of really easy ways to determine how authoritative a certain site is that don't involve links. That thanks to the evolution of social media, but not have, everything's on social. Right, I know, but I'm, what I'm saying is, I think that as you move forward, links don't need to be as significant of a factor. And I know, know, and what I'm saying is they're going to continue to devolve. Oh, we know that. And as they, well, then then we're agreeing on the same thing. What I'm saying is the link isn't as valuable. 
And so if the link's not valuable in the guest posting, it for the link is going to die. So you, do you think then with that move that it becomes less valuable to to acquire those links? Yeah. Hmm. Well, so I, wouldn't. I, I, well, I think that uh, going after the link is what is making the, the content so crappy. If the links that are involved with each guest blog or post are devalued or not as valuable, less people are going to do it. Because that's that's really what SEOs, uh, black hat SEOs, or, or people who are looking to cut corners, that's what they're looking for. They're the looking for way. easy ways to get their, their, their the authority to their website. And right now, the links within a guest blog post are that easy way. If you take away that authority, a lot of these folks who are, are just looking for a link, they're going to go search for another way uh, to get that authority. So the guys that are peddling the garbage will look for another method. That's right. Great. So, so we'll have them move it, out. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting, right? Because you think about it that way. At the very beginning of guest blogging, it was it was powerful and it worked, and it was a lot. A lot of the content was quality, and I think people at the very beginning had had the right idea. They wanted to get their brand out there. They wanted to get more authoritative. They wanted uh, not necess- And when I say authoritative, I'm not talking about the link. I'm talking about their right. their 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 own brand and their own um, their social weight. Exactly. Yeah, their clout. Without the authority of the link, if you take that away, now you're just looking at those people who care about their their own image, and those are the people who will spend their time and resources building content that is that reflects very well on themselves. Whereas you think about it now, and it's like you think about all those guest posts that are out there, absolutely, and uh, you know how many of those people are going to step up and say, "Yep, I'm the one who wrote that." Yeah. Well, then how many of those people actually care that their content was read? No. Yeah, that's exactly right. Most people aren't writing for someone to read. They're writing for the web crawler. Yeah. To be honest, in the past, I have not written but participated in things that was for the search engine. And I have to say, it's quite unfulfilling as a marketer. I want the things that I produce to be read and to be consumed and be enjoyed and to actually produce results beyond writing for a robot. So link juice aside i would rather spend my time finding ways that are going to target my audience that are more fulfilling as a marketer that's so funny years ago i was an intern for a company and they wanted uh, they wanted to kind of do the same thing where they they were just like we need to get authority to our website so before i even knew what seo was they put me to task of finding places to post these articles that I had never read. And I was just like, yeah, here's easy, <laughs> easyarticles.com and all these other article directories that I was submitting to, not even knowing what the purpose was, just knowing, oh, well, th- this is what they told me to do. And that was back when comment spamming worked too. That's yeah, I problem. didn't know that you had done that before. Yeah, that was, uh, yeah, that was prior to, to ever entering the, the world of digital marketing. Well, and I would add, I mean, thinking about the original question that was asked, is guest posting for the purpose of SEO, is that going to continue to be a thing? Is it dying? And there's a lot of different definitions of link building. I think the type of link building that not only is dying, it's already dead in my book, is the type where you're trying to automate it. We talked about trying to you know automate the link building process. You know, I, I customized my template and I you know, threw a really cool script together and it throws their name in, it personalizes it. And then I, I sent it out to 500 websites, 10 got back to me. And at that point I turned to my writer and I said, give me an article for $15 each we're, and then we're going to throw it out there. I think that link building or that, that type of guest blog, guest blogging is 
already dead. What do you mean already dead? Yeah, that was my question. In terms of like, there's little to no value because little typically no value, the sites are that are accepting the, the sites that are accepting those blogs, those blog posts are not authoritative. So I think the easiest rule of thumb is when you're asking, is my type, is my guest blogging working? Is like Paxton said, there's a lot more benefit than just the link. You should be also be blogging for brand exposure, kind of getting your thought leadership out there. And really, if people aren't reading it and people aren't actually sharing it and commenting on it, Google doesn't care either. It really, I mean, it's, it's, it's a two-in-one or not at all. So if, yeah, and, and, and like Paxton said, very often earlier in, in, a, in the link building days, I guess you could say, we would just blog for the search engines. We'd, we'd throw our keywords in there and, and link back. And that did work, doesn't work anymore. Now we should be writing primarily for the exposure. I mean, some of my favorite blog posts that I read even to the today are guest posts. They're on bigger blogs. You know, VentureBeat has a COO who reaches out and writes a really cool piece on what they're finding in their industry. And I know that link has a lot of value for that company, uh, despite how big or small they may be. So, well, there are some blogs that are built a hundred percent off guest blogging, uh-huh. like Moz. Is, yeah, exactly. So Moz has their blog that you can go on and and submit your articles UMass. and. Yeah, you must, yeah, which yeah. can then get pushed over to the other. So one. exactly, yeah. Can I can I take this in a different direction? I wanted to take it into a different direction. Well, I want to go in my direction. <laughs> go ahead. We'll see where it goes. We'll talk about. So I want to know. I have a question for Brandon at at MC Market Campus. Do you do link building? Not right now. No. I mean, no. Guess we're working on guest posting. That's one thing I'm trying to reach out to. So what, what's your and stuff like that? So you had stated that the method of doing mass outreach to, you know, insincere mass outreach doesn't work because the kinds of blogs that accept it aren't worth having. So knowing that or having that belief, what is your method for building links? Um, uh, doing outreach specifically. Primarily. I mean, we have some resources we've built, like, uh, we've gotten some with the, we have like a page where we highlight some recommended digital marketers to follow. But primarily what I'm working on right now is just reaching out to bigger publications, trying to get guest posts out there, just, you know, writing about, I think, you know, the, obviously the online education, the boot camp aspect of everything that's rising a ton. And so I would love to kind of provide some thought leadership on that. So that's kind of my big strategy right now is just that people to people relationship. I'm actually reaching out to real people that I interact with on social. I comment on their blog posts. I'm trying to create real relationships first. And if it goes in direction where I get a guest post, awesome. If not, I still have a sweet contact with, uh, you know, these different influential publications. So, so it's a much lower con- process. But. So your first point of contact then is through social media. Then you get to know their actual channel, understand their audience, and then you can provide value to them. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, tr- the whole cold email thing, it's so hard to get noticed now. You mean the uh, 3% uh, response rate? <laughs> yeah, uh, it's the 3%. Not it's nothing to... Some people brag about how awesome that is. That's horrible. 3%. But you move from 3 to 5. Isn't yes. that just as good? <laughs> no, you move up much higher when you're doing real, real uh, social outreach. But yeah, so that's what I love about social is it's such a powerful way to reach out and stand out among other people. And it's tough. A guy like Gary Vaynerchuk, everything he posts... He's going to have a thousand plus comments. And so maybe the comment section isn't the best way for him, but a contributor at TechCrunch who doesn't get a ton, uh, it just depends. I mean, some people are very active and, and try to respond to everyone. Other people, they just they shove their crap out there. They're influential, but they never talk to their fans. They require a different approach. But yeah, I mean, it's just people always need people. And I think that's the big, the big 
point in my in my mind about guest posting is as long as we're connecting as people building real relationships if you want more than just a link you're going to have a lot of value the link is just going to happen but it should never be your number one focus i want to get on venturebeat.com not because of the link although that's cool i want to get on there because there's other business owners or managers who are reading the you article. want their audience yeah i want the audience i want people to know who i am and then one one day when they do stumble upon market campus they think oh yeah i remember reading seven of, of, of this guy's articles. So, so yeah, that's my, uh, my take on, on the guest posting. I think that's a perfect way to end this conversation. So we've reached the moment of our last segment, which is going to be our last word, 60 seconds of uninterrupted time to give your last thoughts and opinions on, on whatever you want. It doesn't even have to be related to this topic. It could be about how awesome this new studio is. So we'll start with Nathan. Alrighty. So first of all, definitely, I love, I love this the studio, like the the fancy mics and everything. Just to tie up uh, what I was thinking about with uh, with guest posting, I I think the term guest posting itself should in itself die as a, because it's a misnomer for for what is actually quality. You need to have number one on mind the audience of the publication that you're going for. You also need to have in mind. Who is actually doing the writing? Who's who's behind the words, and what's what's the purpose at the end of the day? Because as I'm reading through articles, I I don't want people to be discouraged from from putting contextual links in there, but at the same time, I don't want the system that encourages you to exploit that because then you get the scaled garbage. And so, number one point is it, it needs to be quality, and if it gets to a point where the system has to has to change to discourage those spammers. I'm okay with that to a certain extent and that I don't want my user experience to be diminished. Thank you. Brandon, what do you got? Yeah. To echo on Nathan, a huge thanks to Beehive Startups and uh, Izeni for the studio. Hopefully we can come back again and record more of these. If you notice the audio difference, comment below or uh, shoot us a little message on social and let us know how you, what you think about the audio. But uh, my final thoughts on just this whole topic, I think it's a very important one. And I think we all agree that links are still the number one metric that Google looks at when ranking sites. And I think as long as that's true, guest posting, guest posting done right is going to be a major player in uh, helping your SEO efforts. Thank you. Paxton. Uh, I, I like guest posting which sounds like a complete contradiction of what I've already said in this episode, but the act of building relationships with people who have blogs that really are passionate about the topic that their blog is about. I love to interact with them and build relationships with them. I love to get good content on their site and see it go and inspire other people and see it get shared and see traffic and get traffic from that. That I I do love the hollow empty guest posting that we've been referring to is something that is really draining as a marketer and just not something that I want to be a part of that said the good quality stuff just doesn't scale and it never will scale and that's kind of the that's the immunity that the community has to the spam is that the good quality stuff will never scale so we don't really need to worry too much about it we just need to do the good quality stuff and we'll always get good benefits from it awesome I'm I'm also going to kind of contradict some of the things that we've said over the last 20 to 30 minutes. There have been times over the last several, several years where we've heard about several SEO tactics that are currently dead 
or extremely dangerous and don't work. And I want to use a quick example of a local sprinkler company that is in Utah where they are ranking for every single one of their keywords in the number one position on Google at a local level. And you go to their website and you notice that all they're doing is keyword stuffing at the very bottom of their homepage. Every keyword that they, that they want to rank for and that they are ranking for is on the first page. And you can see that at the very bottom. Having said that, I think that Google has not gotten smart enough or has, has not caught up enough to some industries and some local areas and some niches to where guest blogging in the way that we've been discussing over the last several minutes still works. I think that there's still a place for it. And when I say there's a place for it, I'm not saying I condone it or that you should continue doing it. But I think we mentioned that when we say that it's dead, it's not the fact that it's not being done anymore. It's that the value is decreasing. But for certain people and certain businesses that are still doing it, I think that they're still finding value. Otherwise, they'd probably stop doing it. Would anyone disagree with that? No. Okay. Anyway, so having said that, if you are in a tiny little niche and you want to find these little back alley blog posting uh, websites to do with, hey, go for it. Just know that at some point, Google's going to catch up because they always do. And when it does, you may be in a world of hurt. That's all the time we have. We're going to close up this episode. I want to say a couple closing comments as far as how you can reach out and, and find us. We are on iTunes, and you can find us at belowthefold.io. You can also email us at inbound at belowthefold.io. We really love when we have people reach out and, and give us their comments and their, their thoughts, specifically on the topics that we've been discussing. And with that, we'll sign off. <laughs>